Business Style is brought to you by Northern Brewer with fast shipping, expert advice, and all the ingredients and equipment you need to make the best beer possible. Visit them today at northernbrewer.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDowell, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. Hey, listeners. Welcome to the show. Show it's about style. And I'm John Plissé. Where is John Plissé? He's here somewhere, but it's going to be quiet. He's here in spirit. That's right. Not in body. Yeah. His body is down in Riverside. Yeah. Taking care of business. Hucking malt. Speaking of business, you're not taking care of your business. How do you find time to goof off and do this shit? Uh, this is, this is, this is in place of sleep. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't do that. I love sleep. I mean, I still poop, but you know, that's, that's when I do my email. I (laughs) I thought of changing, you know, people have like, I'll remember that next time I get sent for my (laughs) iPhone. I'm like sent for my eye toilet. I was going to read here. Because really, if I'm doing email and it says like mobile heretic, no, that's really, really I was on the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I'm at work, you know, it's like, well, that's my my time to answer email. Sure. So, what else are you gonna do? Depends <laughs> on how downtime you get. It depends how much brand I've had. You know, what's going through the pipes? Yeah, you know, how much of a? As far as occasional hanger too. That that, that depends. Yeah. Then I get uh-huh. I get I get caught up with uh, email. You know. Yeah. yeah. A little bound up, and you know, yeah. uh, more email gets answered. Yeah. Uh, if your email is uh, not getting answered, well, things are flowing very smoothly and quickly. <laughs> Do we know you're healthier if you're not That's right. answering no, emails? If you're not answering that email, you must be pooping well. <laughs> there you go. I mean, really, that's... Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. What are you going to do at that time? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Really? Well, speaking of getting your grains... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice one. Yeah, was, uh, right. Huh? I bet you Northern Brewer, our fine sponsor, has... Uh, Probably some some brand you could use a lot of fiber. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. They probably got uh, some strange grains. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all sorts of. <laughs> Bevo's not happy with us. Just... When when is she? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I just I don't think that that's possible. Really, <laughs> I think okay. uh, you know um, the only thing that keeps her from really going over the top is um, she's married to somebody who's. You know, <laughs> worse than us. Questionable up there. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so. the, uh, Lester down more often than we do. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah, that That's right. we we kill it by the I way. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty hard for us to. Pretty hard for Santa to keep up with us. Pretty close. We yeah. we let you down once a week. <laughs> right. Sam lets you down far more frequently. Twice a day. So <laughs> there you go. I'm just saying once a week. Uh, it's too bad not you're so not bad. as cute as he is. <laughs> right. He's a cute little guy. There you go. Oh, that's, that's the difference. <laughs> he is a, you just want to put him in your pocket. I've seen him without his pants. He's pretty, put together pretty well. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we don't even this have why once, I shouldn't even talk. once a week cuteness. Yeah, I'm just, I, I just dropped the, the microphone thing. now. I'll tell you who's got the, the cuteness is those folks at Northern Brewer. Yeah. They, definitely. they are awesome. Great service, great prices, great shipping. Uh, good folks and great selection. All these styles that we cover in these shows, when we're giving out recipes, 
They got the goods. If you can't find it at your local store, browse on over to northernbrewer.com. Check it out. They got all sorts of stuff and some stuff you didn't know you needed. Exactly. And when you're looking for that present for that some special someone for Christmas, check out Northern Brewer. They're, they got a wide range of stuff mm-hmm. that your, your uh, person that you're buying for may not have. So check them out, northernbrewer.com. All right, today what are we what are we covering, John Plisse? <laughs> well, today we're looking at category fifteen C, which is uh It's now eighty four it's, it's something completely different or will be soon. Uh Weizenbach is what we're covering today. Uh, Weizenbach. Yeah, not a favorite of mine. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of any of the Weizen. Uh, you know the Clovey brands. Because well, if they're them. if they're not made well, I agree. It's, you very frequently find very poorly made Vicens. Yeah. Um, and it's just the the banana, the clove, and it's just they're not well brewed, it's and they're horrible. Much. Yeah. You you even try them in Germany and you didn't like them? I did, and maybe there was one or two there. Yeah, yeah. That, that I did like. That's a good point. It, it is better fresh. Um, but still, any amount of that clove in there, it just doesn't, mm. uh, you know. And, and that's part of it. It should right. there should be some there, right? You're some, not saying, yeah, it's got to be got to have a balance. But you know, yeah. often you know when you find examples, you know, in homebrew examples, they're just way over the top. Yeah, and just I mean, you got to choke them down. They're they're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're a bad judge of this character of this style, this style. anyhow because doesn't it make you sick or something? Doesn't yeah, it mess with your stomach. I like to have a good seven eight beers in a night, and if they're wheat beers, I get sick. Mm. I, my body can't handle that much wheat, <laughs> so I can have one or two <laughs> and be fine. Up. But uh, yeah, I learned that on a, a trip to the airport with my parents when I was a bit younger. I had stayed up drinking wheat beer, some sort of hefeweizen all night, and. Um, uh, you know, I had six or seven like normal, like any other, you know. Right. But, yeah. The next day we're driving down the 40 going across the desert and uh, my dad couldn't pull over fast enough and had to go. Mm. Could it not have been something else? Mm. One of the other bizarre things that you stick in that hole you call a mouth? Well, huh? that would uh, that would assume that I learned from my mistakes <laughs> and I never tried the same experiment. Again. Oh, all right. So every time I do it with the wheat beer, I get sick. I think we should try it one more time. <laughs> Just try it one more time. Yeah. Today. <laughs> with only well-made wheat beers. Yeah, do we have seven, six or seven? Uh, I brought us a few. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we're good. You drink them all, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Great. we got a bucket around here, right? I'm not sure there's anything in this for me, this experiment. <laughs> oh, no, but there's but lots there's for us. Lots of entertainment for the rest of us. Yeah. Here. And yeah. that for you, Radio Gold. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. So I'll read to you a little bit about the uh, Weizenbach. Um, it's a, uh, it has, uh, in aroma, rich Bach-like melanoidins and bready malt combi- combined with a powerful aroma of dark fruit like plums and prunes, raisins, grapes. Um, moderate it's the prunes that are giving you the run. <laughs> that might be it, too, yeah. I wish it was running that direction. Um, <laughs> moderate to strong phenols. Uh, most commonly, those are in the form of um, vanilla or clove. It says on this, which I, th- I think that's interesting um, that it says vanilla is the more common one than banana. Um, but it does say um, you can add complexity and some banana esters may also be present. So you're already right here, Jamil, that it's some of these are overdone with the strong banana. Um, and then a moderate aroma of alcohol is also common, um, although it shouldn't be solventy. And then it's kind of a theme throughout the style, no hop aroma. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, later on, it also mentions that hop flavor should be absent, mm-hmm. um, but hop bitterness, uh, you know, should be there just low as well. Uh, no hop aroma, diacetyl or DMS in this one. Um, dark uh, or uh, dark amber to dark ruby brown in color. Um, it should have a, a thick and long lasting light tan head. And uh, so the high protein, uh, I guess, of wheat um, might help that. And uh, also, though, impairs the clarity of this beer. So you'll it's it's a it's a shady one. Right. One that you won't find filtered, of course. Um, flavor. Rich, Bach-like melanoidins, again, dark fruit, like, like in the aroma. Spicy, clove-like phenols. Light banana and or vanilla, and then moderate wheat flavor. Uh, a lot of that bready flavor um, that, that German styles are, are, are common. Um, further enhanced by uh, copious use of, of Munich or Vienna malts in this one. Um, might have a slightly sweet palate. A little chocolate character can sometimes be found. Um, Again, like I mentioned, hop flavor absent and hop bitterness low. Um, so essentially wheat, malt, and yeast character are, are what dominates the palate here. And then um, the alcohol tends to help with the finish of this beer. So IBUs there are the 15 to 30, SRM 12 to 25, and uh, alcohol a little range between about 65 and 8%. And I was able to get us some commercial examples of this beer. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. I really have very little to add to that. Uh, you know, by the way, you do a great job of reading the uh, Stog Island. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think you should do like a book on tape kind of thing. <laughs> Justin Crossy reads the BJCB Stog Island. Oh, right. You right. Go to sleep by it. <laughs> Look your wife by it. Whatever. Yeah. But I, I, th- I have a theory that people learn if you listen to things while you're sleeping. So even if you fall asleep yeah, listening to it. you might pick up a few things. You know? No, I uh, would rarely find myself reading those, but I could see myself listening to Somebody read it too. Right. Very nice. I like. Oh, yeah, it's great. Well, thank you, Tasty. Yeah, great job. I need like a hot chick reading them to me. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well right. we can have two versions of the book yeah. on tape. I think that's you in a falsetto voice and you. In <laughs> yeah, voice. exactly. Right. Yeah, me with tight underwear and uh, uh-huh. you know, my boxers on. There you go. You okay. Both. Well, that would work. I, <laughs> I, I could. Uh, I could deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back. Uh, we'll have uh, poured and tasted uh, some fine commercial examples uh, in the classic list of examples. Oh, yeah. Justin's nodding. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We'll be back right after this. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh, no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no, those are non-alcoholic beer. I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. (gasps) It can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need 
some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the Home Brewer. I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a Certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com for nearly 40 years one organization has had your back the American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? <laughs> Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online. Plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org now back to jamil tasty and blise it's brewing with style all right we're back we have uh, been enjoying three uh fine uh Beers. Uh, one, Aventinus, Snyder, Snyder Aventinus, which is the number one example in the style guide. It used to be like pretty much the only example in the style guide. Um, 
And then we have uh, Erdinger. We have the uh, Picantis Weissenbach. Uh, 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 and then we have a Hopf uh, Weisserbach, which um, uh, I don't believe is in the, the style guide. But No. No, the two, first two. And then, of course, as always, I tried to get us a, uh, or as we always try to do on the show, to get us a, a American craft example. Or of, a homebrew. Of one, or a homebrew. You, you folks um, out there. Yeah, and I wasn't able to do so, uh, but we are uh, doing our best to plan ahead a little better and reach out to you guys for some help with that. So there's an email, brewingwithstyle at thebrewingnetwork.com, and you can see the list of, of beers over in our forum. Just by clicking the beer radio tab, you'll, you'll see a... Uh, a, a post titled uh, the list of beers for brewing with style. And um, we could always use your help because this would have been a great one to stick a homebrew in instead mm-hmm. of that. Uh, the one that's not in the style guide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah. Okay. So during the break, we uh, enjoyed those fine beers and uh, as we always do, we go around and we start with Justin. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, it started out that they all tasted uh, uh, nearly identical to me, all, uh-huh. all three of them. And, uh-huh. you know, I think that's just because of how uh, that clove flavor sticks out to me and, and maybe just kind of blocks out all other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to go back and find some differences. Uh, you know what? I do kind of I, – I like the um, both the Aventinus and the Picantus. As if that's what it is, the Edinger one. I don't know how to say it. Erdinger. Um, I like both of those beers. Mm-hmm. And I can see, and, and I do think that they're low in the banana component. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like the style guideline says they're supposed to be, so that helped. Mm-hmm. They're also pretty mild in the clove component, so that helped as well. Um, the differences I picked out between the three is that the Aventinus has the uh, yeast forward character down mm-hmm. again with the mild clove and the mild banana almost non-existent banana um but not as much of the rich melanoidin uh, like a mahogany type of uh, malt characteristic mm-hmm. that was much more mild in the aventinus than it was the erdinger the the picantus there mm-hmm. that one had the yeast down as well uh, that yeast forward characteristic, and also both in the aroma and the flavor, a lot more of the maltiness, a, a really nice um, melanoidin-rich complex malt mm. that I like. So I liked that helped with the balance of the of the of the yeast. Um, the third example, the Weisserbach from Hopf, um, that one I just taste yeast. It has the yeast forward thing down, mm-hmm. and then. A sweetness, which I think might be alcohol sweetness in that one, um, not a malt complexity sweetness. I didn't find that to, to be existent in that one. So that's definitely my last place. And I think it's probably not even a – it's possible that it's not even a Weizenbach. Um, it certainly doesn't look like one. Picantis I picked as number one since it had the balance of both the malt and the yeast. And huh. According to the style guideline, uh, that seems like it, what it's supposed to be. So even though the Aventinus is the number one listed one, that's my number two in this case. You certainly have given us a number two. <laughs> All over your face. <laughs> your... No. Recording this. <laughs> my opinions, well, for what they're worth... Um, 
Yeah, once I get mine, mine they're absolutely worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, once I speak, you speak, and then <laughs> I'll also just cut this portion out. Uh, <laughs> we do. We do. Wait, oh, it is. I, see, I didn't know. You haven't listened I to I never show. listened to oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Aventinas, uh, yeah, that to me would be uh, the more, more uh, what I would expect in this style. Mm-hmm. Not that I mean at all an expert on this style. Doesn't have the word IP in it, so I probably don't know too much about it. Um, but I, I did I, I did ex- meet my expectation as far as having the appropriate amount of uh, cloven, slight, probably no or slightly banana character. But I really preferred, uh, as far as uh, beer is, is the Pinkatus, the uh, That beer, uh, it, it doesn't have much, to me, much clove or banana character at all. It's mostly... Uh, a malt, like a malty, uh, a Munich beer, you know, like a what, uh, Dunkel or something, rather than a Weizenbach. Hmm. Doesn't seem to have that wheat character. Um, at least this bottle, this this beer, this whatever, this time, I'm not getting that much of it. And the Weizenbach, well, that to me, I don't know, that to me is like a like a standard Bach beer, not a. And it's got some, it's got some phenolic character. Uh, but it doesn't seem to fall into the, to what I consider to be the, like the normal, which you'd expect as I got in the, uh, in the Schneider Albertinus. Mm-hmm. So I rank the, uh, uh, the Weinzerbach last, and then the uh, uh, uh first, as you should as well. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Tasty huh. and I in agreement. Uh, you guys set this up before the show, early. <laughs> Just to see what I'll do. Well, when are we going to find out? Well, I think what we'll do, we'll take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to drop a bombshell. Speaking of number two. A bom- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drop a big bombshell ah. right on this desk ah. right after this. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy. Easy to navigate, or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over. 
for you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously. What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to MoonlightMeadery.com forward slash BNArmy and use coupon code BNArmy at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right. Um, Ready for that bombshell? I'm, I'm working it up. <laughs> Tasty, as always, I uh, enjoyed your insightful comments. Oh, thank you. And uh, <laughs> your, your thoughtful, uh, yeah. well... I know there's uh, a butt coming up here. Well, uh... Well thought out uh, descriptions and uh, anecdotes, uh, selections and anecdotes and hand hand gestures. Yes, um, but, but but Justin, yeah, I agreed with every word you said. Oh yeah, every word from other than when you normally talk when you were <laughs> just, just talking the beer. about the beers. I, I agreed pretty much. With, Every every comment you had on them, excellent. I thought that uh, the Aventinas, while um, it, it it doesn't remind me of my favorite Aventinas, it's um, seems a little a little too dry in this case. Hmm. And um, you hunting me now? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> a little drier in this case, and and a little lacking in some of that melanoid flavor, like you're saying. Whereas the uh, picantus um, has a rich Bach-like character, as well as a, a fairly restrained clove and banana, 
and um, you know a richness to it that uh, and you know there's some alcohol there but not overwhelming I think that that's to me seems like a much better uh, example in this case mm, it tastes better mm-hmm. but does it right. qualify with that it doesn't seem to have much clove character to me at all no I, th- I think it does it would qualify yeah, in a yeah. competition okay. the aroma is just awesome too I think and you, might, you yeah. might get yeah. some judge going oh it's not enough clove and banana hmm yeah, but there's morons everywhere. Um, <laughs> the Hupf, the Weisserbach, I think it's it's just lacking in, like you said, a lot of the more complex malt character. It does have malt character. It's just a pale malt character, and it has some complexity in that re- regard. But if you were to take that and add a little bit more you know, dark malt character to it, I think that that could be a solid example, too. I think... Um, It's interesting mainly because it kind of shows you contrast and compare that to the ones with, and you can see you know what happens when you remove that yeah uh, that huh. melanoid and rich that's a good point but yeah, pretty much uh, the bombshell is I agree with Justin uh right down the line all right, that is a bombshell, isn't it you weren't lying kaboom. <laughs> Well, Earth Satter. I dropped that big steamer right on the desk. Right here. <laughs> if I was going to drink seven until I puked the next day, it would yes. be the Pinkatus. Yes. Yeah. I could. I could do that too. That would be. That would be my favorite. So it was all our favorites. Mm-hmm. Unanimous, including Bevo. She yeah. As well, chose that as the number one. So there you go. There you have it. I love there's it. Your, there's your number number uno. I'm feeling prideful. <laughs> I've judged well. Is, is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. That's pride. <laughs> so maybe you should judge and just not brew. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> those who can't, judge. Uh, brew, yeah, those who can't brew, judge. Uh, I don't know, both are too much work, really. So. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Drinking's you got to show up. <laughs> uh, and um, have either of you guys ever brewed a, a Weissenbach? No. No. Somehow I anticipated that. <laughs> Somehow I was thinking. I didn't even check. I'm probably a loner on this on this one here. There should be two categories of beers that you've brewed: and beers that you brewed just to brew everything in the style guidelines, uh-huh. and beers that you've brewed because you really enjoy that beer. Which I think this one goes into that category, right? You you like this style, so uh, it, it has its attractions for me, like once a year. Okay, yeah. you know, it's not something <laughs> I'm drinking every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a, a big Heffa fan because too many bad ones. Yeah, uh, my friend Matt, who uh, has joined us for a couple of shows, he uh, brought me probably one of the better Heffas that I've had in a long time. Mm. And again, I think it's that freshness thing, mm-hmm. and then you know, mm. good good attenuation and you know, control of fermentation, and that's a big big part of it. Then fresh grains, fresh ingredients, uh, you know. I, it's like making making bread. If you make bread with stale ingredients and the bread's been sitting around for a couple of days, not so bueno. Yeah. If you just pull the bread out of the oven and you've made it with really good ingredients and you, you know, did a great job of, uh, you know, uh, making the dough in the first place, it's heaven. 
I mean, it's just you know, the freshness. You cut that open, yeah. yeah, it's fresh. In two days, it may not be a, that good a uh, right a bread, yeah. But the freshness just overrides. Fresh is a flavor, you know, itself. Right, yeah. fresh is a flavor. I, I, that's a, you should make wow. shirts. Yeah, not, yeah, not bad, Casey. That's okay. a that's a pretty good uh, yeah. pretty good line. All right, fresh is a flavor. Yeah, I like that. Um, Trademark, uh, Jamel Zanishev, 19. Hey. Uh-oh. Did that happen quick? I think yeah. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that. I might listen to this show. <laughs> yeah. See if they switch things up in editing. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You haven't listened to the show. You're not listening to them now. Uh, all right. So for a 1081 uh, start, 19.6 P, uh, finished around uh, 1021, 5.3 P, uh, you're looking for around 23 IBUs. Your color is going to be around 16 SRM. Uh, we're shooting for 8% ABV. Um, and uh, we'll go with uh, 5 pounds of Pilsner malt, 10 pounds of dark wheat malt. Dark wheat. What's dark the SRM in that? Do you know or what that dark lullaby? Dark wheat. Uh, they, guessing uh, yeah. seven. It's not that dark, right? No, it's pretty dark. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They they get in there. Ten, uh, fifteen. Oh, past ten. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, and then uh, two pounds of uh, Munich malt. I see. Mash at one fifty two Fahrenheit or sixty seven C. Uh, we're going to uh, also add uh, Special B a half pound. A uh, half pound of uh, Crystal 40, and I like a quarter pound of pale chocolate. You can go a little bit more, but you get a little too far, and it gets a little too toasty. Now, what's it adding to it, the pale chocolate? Uh, darkens the color and mm-hmm. also gives it kind of a toasty, nutty, you know. You don't want to get too much because then it kind of throws it off, but mm-hmm. um, kind of enhances the melanoidin richness. Mm-hmm. You could go with actual chocolate malt, like a lower color chocolate malt, like mm-hmm. a 400, 350 Mm-hmm. Love uh, chocolate malt, and you know I wouldn't go more than um, eighth then. like an eighth a pound. Yeah, yeah, a couple of ounces. Yeah, um, and you know you can get a little bit of that flavor. The chocolate malt tends to be a little drier in the finish. Mm-hmm. So if you have if you're targeting a sweeter beer, that will balance out the chocolate malt. If you're going with a drier beer, that chocolate malt will become a little too present and a little too roasty and a little too dry. So that's kind of one of the reasons I steer towards the pale chocolate. It doesn't have as much an impact on the dryness of the. Be better uh, earlier too. I think without the chocolate, the pale malt would be make the beer ready to drink sooner than uh, perhaps chocolate needs a little bit of aging. I think. So um, uh, as I said, mash at one fifty two. Uh, uh, hops, you can use almost any hops. I, I tend to go with like Halitau. Um, if you did uh, 4% alpha acid, 60 minutes, 1.6 ounce, uh, and 45 grams, that's going to give you about 23 IBUs in Rager. Yeast, I like the White Labs uh, 300 and the Y Yeast uh, 3068. I think those are both uh, you know good quality mm-hmm. Hef yeasts. You can use some of the others, but those, you know, um, pretty straightforward in use. Uh, I like to I like to start fermenting cold, sixty two, and then uh, go up from there. I think that that 
tends to give me a, a nice uh, balance of the clove and banana. And, Restrain uh, it a little bit. You and, say start. Uh, how long do you leave it at uh, 62? I'll start it at 62 and just let it, you know, pretty much free rise. Oh, I see. Just yeah. cool in. Okay. Right. And then, as you notice, these were fairly highly carbonated. Mm-hmm. So 2.5 to 3 volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you can you know, carbonate them a little heavy. And uh, there you go. And as, as Police State would say, and then drink. <laughs> and repeat. <laughs> and repeat. Yes. All right. Speaking of which, let's do this. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll wrap up uh, after this. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. No yeast man, you're missing out. White Labs Yeast Manager, Yeast Man, is available free to any brewer. Yeast Man is your direct link to White Labs Yeast Production Facility. Yes, you can check yeast availability, and yes, you can place an order, but Yeast Man is much more. View yeast quality control and analytical reports. See your big QC day entries and reports. Get access to the entire White Labs catalog, specials on overruns of freshly made yeast, and customized options for your account. Yeastman is the only real-time online ordering in the business connected directly to factory production. Yeastman is always on and always live. It's the largest online marketplace for specialty brewer's yeast and related products. Visit yeastman.com today and tap directly into White Lab's production facility. Gonna brew? Yeastman to the rescue. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Another enjoyable show. Um, I'll tell you what else is enjoyable. AHA membership. Oh, everybody should belong to that. I'm a lifetime member. You know what I get for my membership? <laughs> I get 
a pub discount program. You mm-hmm. get discount at all sorts of places. Get it right, right here. here. Right here at the Hop Grenade, you mm-hmm. get it. Uh, we Your do it, place. We do it at Heretic. Uh, Tasty does it at his house. Yes. Er, anywhere Everybody you get. gets a discount there. <laughs> right. And uh, you get the... Uh, uh, there's members only at GABF. Which there's is the great. Homebrewers Conference. There's uh, National Homebrew Day. There's Big Brew Day. There's all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And uh, lots of support for the homebrewing community. And really, probably my favorite thing, my most important thing, is, it's just like, uh, you know, almost like having insurance, is, you know, somebody watching out for the yeah. homebrew legislation and sure. things like that yeah. where... Uh, you never know when they're going to take away one of your you know, your abilities to do something. All of a sudden, it's outlawed, or right. all of a sudden, you can't do this, or you can't do that. Uh, they're there. They're watching it, and uh, very helpful in, in uh, when groups are trying to get legislation passed. So uh, very worthy of your support. And I'll tell you what, if you go and sign up through the Brewing Network, you have the brewingnetwork.com, there's the AHA logo. You click on that bad boy. You sign up through there. A little slice of that goes to the the Brewing Network, helps support programming like this. And the rest goes to the HA. You also get Zymergy Magazine, I almost forgot. That's right. A lot of good writing in there. I've written for it. Uh, Access Justin, to their forum. Tasty. Every, Vivo, all of us have written for it. Yeah, I've been in there <laughs> for different reasons. Sure. Right. Access to the forum. Nice forum. Uh, lots of good goodies there. So yeah. check them out. Yeah. AHA uh, membership through the brewingnetwork.com. Uh, anything else? Should we, what, what final thoughts on, uh, I have a fermentation question. Yes. Uh, you mentioned you start low in temperature. Yes. And let it rise. Yes. Do you let it rise to, and, and, you know, do you cap Until that all the way vertical after? <laughs> yeah. Cause my, from uh, what I know from you, it's the temperature, a uh, right. higher temperature that's going to cause those exact flavors I've been talking about that I don't like. Yeah, you know, a lot of it has to do with your initial, you know, growth and um, pitching rates and things like that. Okay. So towards the end, not not as much. Got it. Um, but uh, I, yeah, you know, if it's a hundred degrees out, if you're you're living in the middle of the desert and you're fermenting in Phoenix or something, yeah, you want to kind of control so you're not going crazy. But if let's say your ambient is like, you know low 60s and you're fermenting and the yeast will raise the temperature of the beer itself uh, up a few degrees then you know that's good i wouldn't let it go much past you know 68 maybe 70 okay um i'd I'd let it you know kind of slow rise on its own around to you know 68 and i'd cap it there if, if i saw it going there. If it's rocketing up, if it's hot, well, then, yeah, apply some cooling and just okay. sure. maybe raise it at one degree a day or something like that or but, two degrees a day. Gotcha. But 62 for that crucial first couple of days. Yeah. Is what you said. First okay. day or so. Day. Yeah. 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 Day or two. Don't yeah. I get about 68. Have you so made any uh, heffas tasty? No, no, I made heffa. Never. Oh, that's I made wheat beer. Mm. Uh, right. Yeah. No, like no hefe yeast. No. Have you ever used hefe yeast? Mm-mm. Huh. No, I know. Oh, I made a hefe yeast. Huh. Sure, I have, yeah. Yeah. For competition, I did. How'd it, how'd it do? Went for, I don't remember. Hmm. I remember uh, uh, fermenting really cold, though. Uh, reduce, right. It doesn't reduce. It reduces the banana, but not the 
Not the clove, right, or something like that? You know, it's a whole balance of things. So the banana, a lot of times people say, well, you know, hotter, more banana, colder, more clove. Mm. And people are like, I want more banana. And um, <laughs> it, it's a, it, especially in this, it's a real balancing act because the yeast character is so boldly evident. And so um, when the yeast are growing, the uh, isoamyl acetate, the banana flavor that will be, they will not produce the compounds that become that banana flavor. Mm. Or they'll produce a lot less of it if they're busy in in growth. Mm-hmm. So that will restrict it to one extent. Um, that's why a lot of times people, you know, the amount you pitch, the temperature, a lot of that stuff has, has a lot of interplay in it. Right. Uh, the clove is based off of, you know, the, the base... Um, compounds a base acid that becomes the clove flavor and so a lot of that has to do with you know your other um you know processes if you're doing like a uh, you know ferulic acid rest um that will you know produce more ferulic acid become more clove Hmm. there's all sorts of little you know dials and controls in that and what I would do is just start with the simplest approach. Start with, you know, single infusion, you know, a certain percentage of wheat. Always use, you know, everything the same, 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 and try something and see how it turns out. Once you have that, then change one thing at a time to get your your beer dialed in. What's your, what's because, your yeah, people will start, they'll go, well, I'm going to do a ferulic acid acid, and then I'm going to change the temperature, and I'm going to change the yeast, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then... They're like, ah, oh, it didn't work out. And they keep changing five things at a time. And now oh, it didn't work out. Oh, it didn't work out. I think if you just start with a base, we're in classic styles, start with that. And then, um, you know, decide from there what you want to change and change one thing at a time. Hmm. It takes a lot of brewing. Uh, but yeah, eventually it you yeah. get it dialed into right. to what you like. And so those are just a lot of the little factors that go into it. It's not as simple as, you know, temperature. It's, you know, temperature, pitching rate, you know, um, uh, you know, yeast strain. Uh, you know, Which other, is why other the Germans the would say something as complicated as decoction mashing as well, right? That right. they want to control all that as well to get right. some of that rich melanoidin we're talking about. Right, right. Okay. So, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to it. Okay. But that is, you know, a topic for another show. All right. I think this is another fine episode of uh, Brewing Style. And uh, our fallen shol- soldier, uh, please say, uh, you know, we'll miss him. <laughs> uh, He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. Oh, really? I thought he died. No, no, no. It's just, <laughs> oh, no? It's, it's, it's he just got married. Oh, well, yeah, that's <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Six of one, half dozen. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you enjoy the show, make sure to check out our fine sponsors like northernbrewer.com. Good folks there. They've got all the ingredients to make this fine style. And uh, all the ones we talk about and many more. Great kits, great people. Uh, if you like the Brewing Network, I'd suggest checking out the Brewing Network store. Well, Lots cool. of goodies there. Yeah, for sure. Hoodies, glassware, hats, uh, growlers, uh, what else? Uh, thongs, speedos, mm. boxer shorts. Um, New stuff coming this week, too. 
new stuff coming this week. Check yeah, it out. New designs. Yes. Check them out at thebrewingnetwork.com slash store. Everything you buy there goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network and helps keep shows like this on the air. Until then, everybody, brew strong. And often.